Chris Bowles of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by. How you doing, my friend? Hey, buddy. Doing great. Uh, quorum injury. What's the latest you're hearing? I know everything is close to the vest with Harbaugh and most college football teams when it comes to injuries. Uh, any news? I know Quorum, uh, Clayton Savy had the story where he's given out the Thanksgiving turkeys, had a little limp. Uh, what's his status for that game Saturday in Columbus? Yeah, I think you'll see uh, a game time, Bill, and I think they are going to play it close to the vest, and you're going to hear a lot of stuff, and it doesn't behoove them one way or another to release that information and, and give Ohio State a heads up as to what to prepare for. So uh, it's really a running back situation for Michigan, not just one guy. Donovan Edwards obviously missed the game as well this weekend uh, with a uh, hand injury, so you got to wonder if he's going to be able to grip the ball. So they're not they're banged up, Bill. That's all there is to it, but guess what? So is Ohio State, and then speaking of Doug Skeen, my podcast partner who played at Michigan, and everybody else who wore that uniform. There's nobody this time of year, no team that is in great shape. These guys are dealing with, dealing with bumps and bruises and everything else. Of course, it's a different animal if your number one running back and the Heisman Trophy candidate can't go. And so we'll keep an eye on it, Bill, but I would not anticipate having any information on that until kickoff on Saturday. Wouldn't even be it wouldn't even surprise me if he dressed and didn't play. Wouldn't surprise me if he didn't travel. None of that would surprise me at this point. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, Michigan-Ohio State on Saturday. Uh, what's your early vibe? Well, let's just say that Quorum can't go. Well, we'll go with that, that he can't go compared to going at 60 70%. How do you look at that Ohio State game, both sides, with or without Quorum? Yeah, if he can't go, then you then Donovan Edwards is going to have to step up. You're going to have to ask him to play through some pain because the third string running back, CJ Stokes, Michigan's freshman, looked pretty good at times, but he took a, a shot to the head. I think he, I'm not going to say he was concussed, but it, it certainly looked like it affected him. So we don't know if he's in protocol. We, again, Jim Harbaugh is not going to share that information this week, but you can't really win, in my opinion, with Isaiah Gash back there, who made a couple of plays down the stretch against Illinois, but is not. Uh, a running back of, of Big Ten caliber that's going to help you win that game on Saturday. So, in my opinion, you'd have to see more of J.J. McCarthy as a runner. You're going to have to maybe go 4-5 wide and hope that these wide receivers play a lot better than they have been, Bill. These guys have been a significant disappointment, and I, wrote, I actually tweeted that and got a little blowback on that, but I don't think there's any other way to say it. We're going to call it like we see it. When the ball's there, these guys have got to make some plays, and J.J. McCarthy's got to be better, too. But we can say all this with the caveat being, of course, they're 11-0, and and there are no apologies for when you're 11-0. and I don't care what anybody says. When you're 11-0, and it doesn't get any better than that. So, But as Ryan Hayes said today, Michigan's left tackle, he also said, you know what, everything else we did this year doesn't matter if we don't beat Ohio State. And I think a lot of guys in that locker room feel the same way. And Jim Harbaugh said today he feels like people will understand and uh, he feels like his guys will be up to the challenge on Saturday. He didn't guarantee a victory, but certainly sounded confident in his team. Tell you what, when Chris Ballas is busting out the morning thesaurus with caveats, <laughs> I tell you, that you know it's Michigan-Ohio State week. The caveat is, excuse me, uh, could you pass the uh, gray poupon? Man, Chris, you're breeze. pumped up. And, you know, here's one thing. <laughs> here's, here's one thing I'll tell you that I've always respected with you uh, leading the crew at the Wolverine.com, Chris, that you are a tell like it is guy, and it's why we connected. Uh, and you were honest. And uh, Anthony can't drop that ball. At that level of football, when you're a top-five team with what's on the line, 
He cannot drop that. The, you know, McCarthy, granted, his, his short touch right now reminds me of a young Matt Stafford with a rocket arm but just had no short touch. But Anthony can't drop that touchdown pass. He can't. And we can talk about weather and everything else. Guess who was making plays on Saturday in that stadium? The Illinois receivers and Tommy DeVito at quarterback. I loved him. He was great in taxi. I'm telling you, he was awesome (laughs) in taxi. I didn't see that one coming. Well, I'll say this. Uh, And then you had another one with Roman Wilson, right, that uh, goes off his hands. But that play to Andrew Anthony changed the game, okay? You're at the 37-yard line, I think. And if you you catch that ball, you're up a touchdown. Instead, the five plays the other way, and Chase Brown scores a touchdown, and now all of a sudden you're behind, and you're playing catch-up the rest of the game. It completely changed the game. Now, granted, they did jump off sides on that play, and and they should have had a free play, and everybody was wondering why they didn't, but I don't care, man. There are no excuses for that. You've got to make that play, and these guys are not getting open, number one. We can blame the receivers a little bit. Number two, we can blame the scheme if we'd like, because guys are not... I was watching that South Carolina-Tennessee game, man. There were receivers running open all over the place on both sides and making great catches and I'm thinking how are these guys scheming the guys open and Michigan can't you know maybe one out of five times you got a guy that's running open and uh, there's always somebody around the receiver part of that's getting off the line of scrimmage and winning your one-on-one battle but there are ways to scheme guys open too and they're just not doing it so I don't know if they need to reevaluate what they're doing in terms of hiring a pass game coordinator or talking to Matt Weiss or whoever's in charge of the passing game but it needs to be better Bill Uh, there's no excuse for it because the running game is not always going to be this good it's good and you play to your strength this year and I and I really believe that's the way to do it when you've got a guy like Blake Corman that running and that offensive line. But they're going to need to be better in the passing game, and they should be with J.J. McCarthy at quarterback. Another solid point, Chris. Their pass patterns all look very simple and high schoolish and old school that it's a down the sidelines, throw it up, it's a swing pass. You know, where's the underneath crossing routes with guys like Anthony who can run? Uh, where where are those? And again, JJ McCarthy's touch. I I, I think that's an issue. I really do. I mm-hmm. you know you can't miss uh, a touchdown that puts the game away. Uh, you, you just can't on a on a easy throw. I get the wind. I, I get the cold. I get the wind chill at eleven. I understand all of that. But you know what? Dealing with the corm injury right now, and who knows how healthy Edwards will be. You know, this game in Columbus may be on the arm of J.J. McCarthy and that Michigan defense, yep. right? Yep, and it might. And he, and he could come up with a, with a huge game, and, and all of this that we're talking about right now could could be irrelevant, right? But he, there was a play that he threw to Isaiah Gash short oh. and should have been Gash dropped it. Yeah, he did. And by Colston Loveland was five yards behind the defender in the end zone. And I'm thinking, you know, why throw short to the guy who, who, who's unproven when you've got a kid, a tight end who's caught everything this year and a true freshman who's wide open. And then he missed mm. Loveland again. He missed him twice. So those are decisions that, you know what, he's got to be a little bit more patient and trust himself a little bit more. And, and the, in the cover, and I'll tell you what, the protection's got to be better too. As Doug Skeen mentioned on our podcast yesterday, those guys weren't great. And McCarthy got hit a few times. And when that happened, like Skeen always says, and has said to you a million times, if your quarterback gets hit early in that game, he's going to feel it and he's going to react, and it's not going to be positive. So, but give Isaiah Gash credit for coming back with one of the huge plays of the game on fourth down in that game, and give Michigan credit for pulling it out and finding a way. They had eight starters 
on the bench, Bill. Uh, you had two, your top two tight ends, your, your offensive guard, your right tackle. We can go down the list. Your top two running backs and, and your top pass rushers still found a way against an Illinois team that came to play and is probably the best defensive team that Michigan will play in the regular season. And that, in my opinion, includes Ohio State. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. The game is on Saturday, Michigan at Ohio State on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. The Wolverines are getting seven and a half points. Seven and a half points. You're undefeated. You're going to Columbus. And on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board, Michigan is a seven and a half point underdog. Chris, if you're walking up, uh, to the DraftKings Sportsbook window, are you taking Michigan plus seven and a half or the Buckeyes minus seven and a half? Yeah, you know what, Bill? The judging uh, gut feeling here based on who might may or may not play, I'm taking Ohio State. And I know they're banged up, too. That's the thing. That's they're just skyrocket subscriptions. <laughs> well, I got to be honest, and, and I'll say this. Here's the thing, though. When you look at their third string running back, this freshman comes in and he's tearing it up. And it seems like this happens every year, you know, before Michigan goes to Columbus. You get a guy come in and, and just absolutely tears it up. They're deeper, they've got more depth, and Michigan is deeper than most Big Ten teams. The one they aren't is Ohio State. Now, I think they lost their right guard or their left guard in that game as well. I think a portion of the fan base had been pining for the backup most of the year anyway. C.J. Stroud took some shots. It looked like he had a hit pointer late in that game, so he's probably not going to be 100%. I don't think he's going to run as much as maybe he would have uh, based on some of the hits that he's taken in recent weeks, but they certainly didn't look like world beaters either against Maryland. That is not an unbeatable team. It would not surprise me at all if Michigan went down there and controlled both lines of scrimmage again but I think Ohio State, man, with what's on the line, Ryan Day, if he loses that game, Bill, as dumb as it sounds, at 11-0, you know what? There's going to be a little heat on him for losing two in a row to Michigan because it's unacceptable down there. So uh, I think they've been pointing to that one. But, again, if they control the lines of scrimmage like I think they can, I think they can stay in it. But they're going to need all hands on deck, Bill, and I'm not sure they're going to have them. If they lose again to Harbaugh, John Cooper will be having a cold one somewhere in Ohio. Saying thank you. Oh you know what? God. He still goes up in the press box. They still, there's nice. Oh, I'm glad there. he's still alive because when I said that, I wasn't sure. I right? didn't want you to come back and say he's dead. <laughs> Respect the dead, Bill. I, I, that's what, I was worried when I was going there on kind of freestyling that if Chris came in and said, uh, Bill, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He's up there in the box. Okay, we good. Him up well, there. up there, what? Yep. In the big box? In the press box? In the sky? He's up there right yeah. now with Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus. You know what? Jesus is going to take Ohio State minus seven and a half on heaven's big board. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Uh, last year, Michigan was a seven and a half point dog, I think, at home, maybe six and a half by kickoff. And what happened? You know what? That game wasn't even as close as the, the 15 point score. So um, I, I, I'm confident in, in Jim Harbaugh. I'll say this Jim Harbaugh seems extremely confident in his team, no matter who goes down there. He said it twice today. He said something like, you know, I think you'll be proud of these guys or something like that, or I expect that you'll be proud of these guys. And said it more than once. He wanted everybody to know just how much confidence he has on that team. And he said, 
in the preseason at Big Ten Media Day, he said, we're not going to flinch. I can promise you that. And it's past time, Bill. You know, they've had some times down there that they've had some games they should have won. 2016 was criminal. They've had other games that were closer than they should have been when they had bad football teams. So, But it's been since 2000 since they won down there. And I think that's a streak that's ready to be broken. I would not be stunned in the least if Michigan went down there and won. And if Michigan was 100% healthy, I would actually probably pick Michigan to win. But again, I just think too many injuries at too many key positions that they're going to have a tough time pulling this one out. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. So, Chris, uh, before I let you go on the Ballas meter, which is usually spot on, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the most favorable, uh, the odds on Corum playing on Saturday. That's a tough one, Bill. Um, I'll go five, just because uh, it's the uh, it's the politically correct answer. I guess we'll we'll put it that way. I'm just going to go. We'll go right there at five, and we'll talk later in the in the week about it. But uh, I, I'm just not real optimistic at this point. Let's put it that way. Well, how's Edwards doing though? Because I, I tell you, if he is gone, nothing against Corm, obviously the best running back yep. in America, but Edwards may be the best backup running back in the country when yeah, healthy. And they- yeah, and he's got uh, he's got an injury, an upper body injury that could uh, that could hinder how he you know handles the ball, and that's that's the that's the big thing about this is if you don't have either one of those backs, Bill, again, and C.J. Stokes is banged up too as your true freshman, and he's certainly miles behind these other two guys. And how are you going to move the ball, especially when you your passing game has been struggling like it has been? I will say this too, though, that Jim Harbaugh has devised some outstanding game plans when they were overmatched. 2017, they had no business being. In that game with John O'Corn at quarterback. There they had the ball down the stretch with about uh, six minutes remaining and a chance to take the lead and win the football game. So he saves his best in some of these games. Now his defensive coordinators didn't. Don Brown had a couple of uh, disasters down there and at home too, but I think they're in better shape on that side of the ball. Jesse Minter's done a great job. I think you're going to see the defense hold its own as long as the offense can stay on the field for a while. And I think Jim Harbaugh will find a way as long as he's got the horses. Chris Bellis of the Wolverine.com. He's a straight shooter, an honest man. You can hear it in his voice. A healthy quorum. Uh, this is a different football game. And now Michigan, they have the athletes. We'll need to find another way to win. And I think it's in the arm of J.J. McCarthy and also the linebackers in that back seven, and if not the entire defense, they need to get pressure on Stroud. That's what changed the game last year. And I know they don't have Hutch in a jobble, but that defensive line has been solid. What's the latest on Morris? Because they... They they look like they missed him too. Yeah, he won't be a hundred percent, but he'll play. We feel pretty strongly about that. Uh, and, geez, they and need him. That, he changes yeah, the defensive the, line. There's no question. Yep, you're going to need somebody like Yabi Oki to step up, or maybe a freshman Derek Moore. But he is a difference maker. And another thing, though, you know what? I watched that Notre Dame game, Ohio State game again, just to see what they did defensively, and they pretty much mimicked the Michigan game plan. You've got to confuse C.J. Stroud. It's not just about pressure. If you can confuse him and he doesn't know where to go to the, with the ball, and what he thinks he's seeing isn't what he's seeing, and you disguise your defenses, then I think you've got a good chance. And you got to hold him the field goals, Bill, just like they did last year. Right, They drove 396 yards passing, but ended up with 27 points because they kept them out of the end zone. If they can do that, they're going to have a shot to win down there. Chris Bells on the Wolverine.com. You can follow the game, Michigan at Ohio State, 24-7 all week long. You don't even have to sleep. Just go to the Wolverine.com. And you can join me Saturday at noon. I won't be in Columbus, but I'll be at Johnny Brands on Leonard in Grand Rapids. They open up at 11 a.m. The game will kick off a little after noon. 
Join me for a Bud Light and the game Saturday at Johnny Brands on Leonard, downtown GR. They open up at 11 a.m. Call ahead, reserve a table, or get there early and grab one Saturday at Johnny Brands on Leonard for our huge Michigan-Ohio State watch party. Chris, uh, we will check in later this week, my man. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bill.